Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you for listening in to our broadcast. I'm Jason DeMars, and I want to remind everyone, if you have any prayer requests, testimonies, or questions for me, you can contact me at jasondemars.com. I also want to remind you, please subscribe to our videos on YouTube and click the little bell so you get notified when we go live or upload a new video. You can also uh, get free materials on our website. We have lots of different books that are free. This is one of them. So I remind you again, End Time Message Handbook. It's a reference guide going through uh, many, many different topics. It's about 600 pages long. So you can get it free, have it shipped to you for free. Uh, you can also help support our ministry there through that if you want to. If you just want to get it for free, you're more than welcome to. That's why we make it available to you. So with that said, we're going to get into part two of the attributes of God. We're going to be looking at uh, several things. We're going to be looking at mostly the nature of God to start with, or the essence of God. But before we do, I just want to say, believe, I believe one of the greatest things we can do is speak about the greatness of God, to speak about who He is, and to show forth that He is the center of everything. Um, too often as believers, we tend to focus on the elected bride and those things which are pertaining to ourselves. But our first focus as the elected bride needs to be on Christ. Our hearts need to very often be lifted up to the majestic holiness of God. He's the center of everything. He should be our focus, our delight, our main theme of absolutely everything. We need to be put away from man-centered, man-focused religion and put, hold up the importance of God-centered reality. Exodus 3.14 says, And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. The phrase... I am is closely connected to the Old Testament name of God, Yahweh or Jehovah. Yahweh means the self-existing one who reveals himself. We are to know God as he reveals himself, not as we think or reason him to be. Matthew 11:27 says all things are delivered unto me of my father and no man knows the son but the father neither knoweth any man the father save the son and he to whomsoever the son will reveal him we know God as he is revealed to us through his son all right so in this in this topic today i want to distinguish between the being of God the nature of God and the attributes of God. Just want to remind everyone, please uh, say hello and let us know where you're listening in from. We appreciate that. And if you're on Facebook, make sure to like, share, and comment on our video. 
These things all help make uh, my videos more visible to others on Facebook and on YouTube. We appreciate that. So first of all, the being of God. The word being is defined as existence. The being of God speaks of his oneness, and it's more on the topic that we call the Godhead. Deuteronomy 6.4 is our starting point. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. So then there's the nature of God is who he is at his essence. This is closely related to his attributes. His nature reflects his attributes, but there are several attributes which are at the core of his essence and that all of his attributes flow out from. And we have known, 1 John 4.16, and we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. God is love. God does not merely have love as one of his attributes. God is love. That's who he is. 1 John 1.5 says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. God is light. That is who he is. Light speaks of manifestation unto others. Darkness has no impact on, uh, on, upon him. Light also speaks of the fact that he is holy, he's pure, he's good. God is that light. We are only light as we derive that light, that holiness, that purity, that goodness, that righteousness. We are that based on deriving it from Him. Hebrews 12.29 says, For our God is a consuming fire. Because God is holy, and it leads to directly to the truth that He is full of righteous wrath. John 4.24 says, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. From this verse, we learn and understand that God is not limited to a body in one particular place. Brother Branham says this, The place cannot be too humble, too little for you to come, and yet you fill all space and time. Jeremiah 23, 24 says, Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him, saith the Lord? Do not I fill heaven and earth, saith the Lord? 2 Chronicles 6, 18 says, But will God in very deed dwell with men on the earth? Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain thee. How much less this house which I have built. God is spirit. That is his nature and essence. Not that he is a spirit, that he can be compared to other spirits, but God is spirit as such. He covers all space and time. The heavens and the heavens of heavens cannot contain him. Acts 17.28, For in him we live and move and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are his offspring. The essence of God from which flows all of his attributes are spirit, light, and love.
These are key, they're also attributes, but they're his nature. Out from this nature flows all of his attributes. I want to, as we go forward in the next few, uh, quite a number of episodes really, I want to take time to really reflect on the awesomeness, the grandeur, the majestic glory, and the worship-provoking splendor of God. I believe it would do us a great deal of good in our souls to meditate upon these things on a daily basis. It's in knowing Him personally by revelation that we receive the strength to endure this life, that we receive the promises to fulfill every need we have, and the comfort necessary on our journey. I'm just going to give a starting list of the attributes of God as we close. Then I'll remind you of that next time, and we'll continue to speak. First one is this, the self-existence or the aloneness of God. Two is the counsels of God, the knowledge of God, the supremacy of God, the sovereignty of God, the holiness of God, the wrath of God, the glory of God, the power of God, the faithfulness of God, the jealousy of God, the love of God, the, the mercy of God, the grace of God, the goodness of God, and the eternal revealing and continually unfolding of God. All right, on the next episode, we'll speak about the aloneness or the self-existence of God. Just remind everyone, make sure to subscribe to our videos. Click the little bell on YouTube to remind you, that will remind you when we go live or we have a new video. Um, make sure to comment and like our videos as well. On Facebook, make sure to share. Click the like and, and also comment on our video. Just let us know where you're listening in from. Again, thank you so much. You know, the, Doing those things helps make this more visible and helps reach more people with the message of the hour. Contact me uh, with questions, prayer requests, or testimonies at jasondemars.com. May God bless you.